live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 24th to hit the internets on August 25th. How's everybody doing? If you're new to the show, thank you for joining me. It will change your life. If you're if you're a faithful listener, I value you more than life itself. Listening to the show, that's easy. It's on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and I already said TuneIn Radio, right? Well, TuneIn Radio, and if you're on Facebook, and I know you are, so don't try to act like it's just baby pictures. You're there. You're st- you still have a, You still have an account. Like the page on Facebook, Red Ticket Blues Sports on Facebook. How's everybody doing? I'm okay. Thank you for asking. My uh, grinding of three straight Saturdays of watching the New York Yankees in two separate locations has ended. It's ended. This is the part of the year where baseball starts to matter. Where the games actually, you know, you don't just it's not just some lazy May afternoon. The games are starting to mean things now as we get closer to a month left in the season. And there's football. Football is happening. You got the training camps. You got hard knocks. You got the people sweating and and pushing. Motivation. Human action. Lacking adjectives. All that working towards a goal. So you got both of those happening right now. And I got to feel like I kind of went through the same experience these last three Saturdays. I mean, I had to go to Yankee Stadium, then Toronto, and then Yankee Stadium again. I mean, this would work much better if I put a video together, but but let's but just close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. This is probably going to fail miserably, but we'll try it anyways. Just close your eyes. All right. So now that's me giving the ticket to the usher. Clicks it. Well, he scans it. I walk in. I'm in. I'm going forward. I'm doing it walking up that tough ramp it's difficult but i'm still doing it i'm pushing through i have a goal to succeed but there's always failures i'm now in the beer line i'm looking up at that that price like i knew it was going to be different it's 15 dollars for a heineken why are they even serving heinekens at a baseball game now it's still that difficult excuse me excuse me getting on your getting by your aisle to your seat excuse me excuse me sorry about that putting that beer in the cup holder and it spills the beer you just paid for because you haven't drank enough out of it. I mean, these are just... But then the Yankees score. You're like, yes. Positivity. We're going forward. It's, it's, it's an experience. It's experience. Okay? And we, we all go through it. Enough of that. Enough of my personal accolades. Um... What are we going to get into today? We're gonna to, we're gonna get into the Yankees like we normally do, but it's gonna have. I'm not really want to talk about anything on the field today. On the field action, we'll talk about the Yankee uh, fan fest, and we'll discuss the retiring of numbers. Those are always things. Well, especially the latter. Those are always topics of discussion. Well, what else we'll discuss? We'll also talk about uh, what's this? I got people texting me. Okay. Um, what else? We're going to talk about one of a, a very disappointing person. A disgusting, disappointing person that has made a mockery of Subway. He has... He, he's, he's embarrassed them. He's embarrassed them and he's embarrassed all of us. I mean, I think we all feel betrayed. And we may even talk about Jared from Subway later, but we'll get into Robert Griffin. Uh, we'll also touch a little bit on um, Chris Carter. And the comments he made 
in regards to, uh, you know, teaching those young rookies how to deal with things. In reality, it came, uh, let's say, about a year ago. But they're just being uh, released now. And, I don't know, if we have time for other stuff. Well, not that it's been released. I'm all over the... I'm, see, this is what happens when you try to look at text messages and talk and do a podcast at the same time. You start just blabbering nonsense that no one gives a shit about. So let's start with this. So the Yankee Fan Fest. I went to the game on Saturday. See, my story... You know, it interlocks with everything we're going to talk about today. The Yankee Fan Fest. um, The idea of the Yankees having a fan fest when they're the most unfan-friendly organization that that I've ever seen uh, is laughable. And I, a caller called up the great sports pope, Mike Francesa, last week and asked him about the fan fest because the scheduling of it just didn't make sense because of, you know, they were retiring Jorge Posada's number on Saturday, and that's when the Fan Fest was. So, this guy's got a good point, though. Brian in New Haven. What's up, Brian? Hey, Mike. How are you? Hey, what's up? Uh, with all these Yankees, it's crazy. You got a bird with two home runs, A-Rod, the grand slammer last night. I didn't expect it. Um, but what I'm calling about is uh, the Yankee Fan Fest, and I know you're not in charge of the scheduling and everything, but I've been to it before, and it's usually in the winter. I don't know. What, I don't know anything about it. I have to make an appearance. I mean, there are times when they can uh, tell me to show up and do something. I have to do it. Um, so uh, I will be there Saturday to do it. Do I think it makes sense to have it during a Yankee game? I think it is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. But I didn't schedule it, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know why that happened. I have no idea. I don't think it makes much sense. I mean, I'm sure there's fans who will show up because there's enough fans everywhere, and they are, you know, giving you players and and stuff like that. And I'm uh, I'm sure some of the places will have the Yankee game on where you can. That Brian in New Haven guy, he has some really great points. He's quality caller i definitely have to admit that he's one of my he okay i'll admit he is my favorite he's my favorite caller right after mike and montclair uh but yeah the yankee fan fest was on saturday during a baseball like like the call we just heard during a baseball game during the yankees home game during the game where jorge posada was having his number retired the yankee fan fest now i could just imagine it i wasn't there i was at the game i wonder if it's just those guys holding those signs at Yankee Stadium that just says, how can I help you? If you know anything about Yankee Stadium, in the beginning, those people actually look energetic to hold those signs and to help people. Now it's it's depressing. They're just sort of holding it, waiting for time to go by. They remind me of like those guys on the street like advertising a new Subway or Little Caesars or something. And why the hell are they opening new Little Caesars? That That's another question for another day, but... Those people that are just advertising shit on the street where their sole purpose is to twirl that sign around to get attention, they just look bored now. They just look really, really bored. But Yankee Fan Fest, why would you have... And they had all the same losers. Uh, Lyrits, Mickey Rivers. I mean, they, they bring them out. They, they roll them out like grief counselors when something goes wrong at a school. They just bring them out. They make their rounds. But more importantly... I mean, only the Yankees, and like Mike said, only the Yankees would do something so ridiculous and not think things out. Well, let's talk about them not thinking things out, even on a larger scale than a silly fan fest in Little Italy. So, there's lots of controversy, not controversy, there's lots of discussion between Yankee fans and even non-Yankee fans about which numbers should be retired by the Yankees. The Yankees, of course, have more numbers than any other team by far, and they do have a rich history. I mean, you look at all the greats, Ruth, Garrick, DiMaggio, Mantle, all that. We get it. Those are justified. 
Then we're starting to water it down. Now, I heard somebody say on the fan this weekend, the degradation of Yankee tradition. Okay, you do have to realize we are talking about a freaking baseball team at the same... So let's put things in perspective when we're using large words like degradation. But what what are we doing now? I like Posada. I'm surprised he showed up. Because, you know, those last few years, I don't think he really knew where he was. Throwing the ball to second when the guy on third. Needing the umpire to tell him it was ball four, he could go to first base. Things like that. And this is also the same guy who, you know, let's retire his number, who refused to play because he was going to bat ninth. Well, refused to go in that game. Yeah, okay, whatever. I think Posada was a great player. Doesn't deserve to have his number be retired. I feel like he's part of the core four, which they want to... They're going to, obviously. The core four plus one with Bernie that they're going to retire all those numbers. And they all they have retired all of them except for Jeter's, who should be justified. Now, my bigger issue, and I'm going to say something very unpopular with Yankee fans. Very unpopular. I'm definitely going to be in the minority here. I'm not an Andy Pettit fan. Uh, I'll give the guy credit. He was a gamer. And there were a few big games that he didn't show up in, but everyone's human. I understand that. I feel he's a phony. Uh, Holy Roller, who wanted to spend time with God and his family. That's why he retired. A year later, he comes back because he wants attention. He hates his family. That's the conclusion I come to. He hates his family. But here's the other thing. And no one talks about this. And I'm going to bring my old friend in here. Alex Rodriguez. Old friend, old friend of the podcast. Into this discussion. Andy Pettit is an admitted steroid user. They just retired his number. No, 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 but Brian, 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 he he admitted it. He he only did it a few times. He admitted it. Oh, he admitted it. It's pretty easy to admit something when you're caught. Oh, my goodness. He admitted it. I hate that phrase. But he he admitted it. He was caught. What else was he going to do? Say no? It was in court. But the Yankees... The New York Yankees retire that phony's number. And they try to drag Alex Rodriguez's name through the mud. Which he, he, he does very well on his own. But they refuse to pay him money. And make him look like a fool. After he did his time. To, to do that to Alex Rodriguez. And listen, his history, public history of steroids is much larger than Andy Pettit's. But for them to retire a numbing thing, with to, to, to do what they did to Alex Rodriguez, to make him just look like a horse's ass. And in reality, what they did was they made themselves look like a horse's asses. Because the fans rebelled against it for the most part. Maybe not me. But the majority is spoken. People are A-Rod fans. Now, I've told you what I think about that, but that's a conversation that we don't need to talk about. And now, to do another complete 180, they're honoring Alex Rodriguez in September, Alex Rodriguez Day. What a fraud of an organization. And they allow Stephen Drew to be a Major League Baseball player. That is a crime. That's a crime. That is assault on everyone. Whew. All right. So that's my take on that. Other than that, it was a good time. Uh, I enjoyed myself. 
No, the Yankees ended up winning. C C I I C C C I C C C I C CC is on the DL and possibly out for the season. Don't like to see anyone get hurt, but I'm not shedding any tears, even though he has pitched well lately, but he stunk the other day. So I think in the long run, uh, I don't think CC's going to get any better as the season extends, even though his last four games or so, he's been, he's been better. So that's my spiel on the Yankees. They're still neck and neck with the Blue Jays. And hey, there is another team in New York, Brian. They're called the New York Mets. And as we speak... I was just notified that David Wright, in his return today, hit a home run on his first at-bat. First at-bat. So that's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I like, I I like, uh, I like David Ortiz. David Ortiz. (laughs) This is what happens when you look at your phone, David Ortiz. It wasn't that funny. David Wright. I like David Wright. He, He seems like a solid guy. And, uh. Make fun of his voice sometimes, but I, I think he's a solid guy, and I wish the best for him. I wish the best for the Mets fans, even though they are getting a little braggadocious. They're playing a lot of shitty teams, so let's calm down with the uh, Phillies and the Rockies and the Marlins of the world. Keep winning, but remember your competition. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, let's get into our next topic. Today I decided to wear Barney socks, and uh... <laughs> yes, you heard it right. Clay's clincher, Baylor sure quarterback Robert Griffin the third confirmed the rumors he today. He forego he is foregoing his senior season to enter his 2012 NFL draft. We and talk about Mr. Robert Barney Griffin, the, the uh, yes. Robert Griffin the third, the quarterback of the Washington Redskins, the Washington Football Team. If you're so inclined, uh, and. He continues to make more noise with his injuries in his mouth than his actual gameplay. So let's go take a look back to last week where he made comments to, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal, or was it the Washington Post? I don't know. It doesn't really matter, honestly. Uh, He said, I don't feel like I have to come out here and show anybody anything. Why would you? Uh, Or why I'm better than this guy or better than that, better than, than that guy. That wasn't that difficult to read. It's more about going out and affirming that for me. I go out and play. I know I'm the best quarterback on this team. I feel like I'm the best quarterback in the league, and I have to go out there and show that. Any athlete at any level, if they concede to someone else, they're not a top competitor. They're not trying to be the best they can be. There's guys in this league that have done way more than me, but I still view myself as the best because that's what I work toward every single day. Now, I'll say this. I'd like to give Robert Griffin the benefit of the doubt by him saying what he said, basically because if you're a professional athlete, you have to think you're the best. But most of them keep that inside because they're not the best. They keep that in their head. And they say something like, I'm always looking to try and improve. Uh, We've got to make the team better. We've got to make the team right. Uh, I'm just trying to grow as a player and as a person. And I'm just trying to win some games, you know. Uh, you know, Same bullshit. And then you can have people criticize them for being cliche. That's fine. It's better to be called cliche then come off and say, I'm the best quarterback in the league. Robert Griffin. Now, the the, the country sort of fell in love with him years ago uh, when he was in college at Baylor and fell in love with him even more when it was 1-2 with Andrew Luck. Now, Andrew Luck, if you ask the professional scouts, he was number one, which is why he went number one. Because he was your stereotypical quarterback, 6-5 strong, hand and arm, pocket passer. Robert Griffin was different. He, he, was, he, he was an athlete. He ran the ball a lot. He had funny socks, which was really cute. And we all sort of fell in love with him, and he became a darling. I mean, he became, you see him in Subway all the time. 
Well, you don't see them in, in Subway. In the Subway commercials all the time. You maybe see them in your Subway. I doubt it. Uh, but what's happened now is, you know, and it happened after his first year. You know, he, he went on to Facebook. Yes, Facebook of all things. You think younger people would be on something different. But he went on to Facebook to say he doesn't want everyone's attention. Okay? He doesn't need to be looked at or, or, or pictures taken when he's at the beach or at the mall. You know, the same guy who also did a documentary. Documentary? Documentary. Documentary. I guess they could be both, right? Documentary. Let's move on. Documentary uh, and about his knee procedure. Now, he doesn't want any attention, though. Don't you dare give him attention. Doing the subway, Under Armour. Don't. Come on. Hey, those are commercials. It's about money. Yes, they are, but it's also attention. So what happened was Mr. Robert Griffin, a few days later, after making these comments, he did the second thing he does better than talk. Get hurt. He was hurt. He was diagnosed with a concussion. And what happened was, well, no one really saw the concussion, but you can't really visually see a concussion. And what happened was he wasn't available to the media the next day. The concussion occurred on a Thursday. And he wasn't available on Sunday. Yet he was he was working, but he wasn't available to the media. And then today, Monday, he was cleared to play, which cleared to practice, which I find pretty interesting. Uh, now, I don't know where the... What did I do with the quote here? Uh, give me one second here. Professional, professional. Brian is professional. Shit, what did I do with it? I forget. But they basically asked uh, Coach Gruden. They said, hey, well, how did he recover so quickly? He goes, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. And the the rumors are that he basically never had a concussion. And he didn't want to talk to the media. And this sounds a lot like Robert Griffin. This guy has one more. This is his last year. Well, he has a team option next year with the Redskins. Imagine this guy. And you heard, obviously the Jets have not established their quarterback. And I don't think you're going to see any trade mid-season. Even though I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets took a gamble on it. you got Ryan Fitzpatrick as their starter right now. Um, but what does the future hold for Robert Griffin? Yeah, it's easy to say. I mean, what, what do we have right now? We have how many? Uh, we have 16 games for him to play. He's the best in the league. I don't know. I, it's just funny to see a number two player like that with so much promise. Yeah, we saw Ryan Leaf. He self-destructed. But this guy continues to think he's still the best. He really rubs me the wrong way. He rubs most people the wrong way. Um, so that's my spiel there. Um, let's see. What else, what else we got going on? Jordy Nelson of the Packers tore his ACL. Everyone thinks the Packers are in a lot of trouble. I'm sure someone will step in there. Robert, uh, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers makes people better. I think Jordy Nelson's a great player, but I think Aaron Rodgers makes people better as well. All right, so what are we drinking on? So we got a uh, apple. Yeah, Don't roll your eyes just yet, okay? Apple cinnamon oatmeal amber ale. From the Stony Creek Brewery here in Connecticut, Branford, Connecticut. Now, normally I don't drink things with that many uh, adjectives uh, of foodie adjectives, foodie adjectives, foodie nouns in them, because apple cinnamon oatmeal amber ale is like the first of many steps to me exclusively drinking wine coolers. That's what I thought, because the beer I wanted there it was like a tall pint one. They didn't have it, and they tried passing off that. 
uh, pumpkin stuff on me, but the ghetto liquor store I went to today, nice try. Those are from last year. I checked the expiration date. I've been burned before, motherfuckers. I'm not dumb this time. So take your old pumpkin ale from 2014 and, you know, you know where to stick it. Uh, So I got this, and I mean, they could have easily, it says Amber Cinnamon Oatmeal Amber Ale. I'm going to keep saying that so it's stuck in your brain, 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 uh, whatever, brain burn. Um, Amber Cinnamon Oatmeal Amber Ale. They could have just said like Harvest um, Forest Ale, and I would have been like, hey, that's pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a six pack of that. Yeah, man, crack open those things. I'm very surprised that I bought this. Amber Cinnamon Oatmeal Amber Ale Crumb. It says crumb. I don't know what that means. Is this the time where we read the back of the label? Uh, it's not really much to read there. Sorry. I know some people really enjoy when I read the back of the label of a beer bottle. Red Ticket Blues. Uh, so that's it. Oh, Brian, how's it taste? Well, let's see. I mean, you can taste the cinnamon. Out of five stars? Well, give me another sip here. I'd give that like a four. Yeah, I'd give it a four. I mean, it's three point seven five or a four. I mean, it's nothing great, but it's 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 got something there. It's got something there. Review Brian Buckley. Uh, and I want to thank everyone who's listened been listening to the podcast. By the way, the numbers continue to go up, and I really do appreciate it because I know there's lots of podcasts, lots of assholes to listen to every day on your commute, in your car, or or on your bicycle. Well, no, on the train. Uh, in your cubicle, wherever you may be, in the gym, ignoring people, all that. It's much appreciated, and I thank you very much. Um, so we'll get into Chris Carter. Now, Chris Carter, the Hall of Fame wide receiver who I believe played his entire career with the Vikings, or a large majority of it, surfaced on a 2014 video that had been on the NFL's.com's website in regards to... Um, he, was, he was giving some advice, a rookie symposium in 2014. And... It's probably good that they have these to teach these guys because the NFL has such an image problem of people doing dumb shit that you want Hall of Fame guys, now Warren Sapp was with him, to say, hey, maybe maybe you don't need, really need to televise it, but the NFL will basically whore out anything for money. So what happened was a major problem in all sports. These guys cannot leave friends and family behind. They have these people that are bloodsuckers. I mean, look at Allen Iverson as a as the number one example, the most money that his family and friends just sucked the life out of him. So what Chris Carter said, listen, if you're going, you know what? I'm not even going to explain it. You can listen to it. Take a listen. And just in case y'all not going to decide to do the right thing, if y'all got a crew, you got to have a fall guy in the crew. (laughs) Now, Chris Carter is a ESPN employee. He's an analyst. I don't think he does games, but he's involved with his fake crying. I've never been a big fan of Chris Carter. He was always a crybaby as a player. Walked like he had a stick up his ass all the time. And this is just another cherry on top of the Sunday. Well, you only put one cherry, but it's a cherry on top of the Sunday. And this is just an example of the people that ESPN employs. And they just said that uh, he will not be disciplined. He did apologize. He, he was he apologized a lot. I mean, I always apologize 14 months after something happened and I was caught doing it. That's when you want to apologize. See, it's just like Andy Pettit. So, you know, ooh, these apologies mean nothing. They're such shit. Oh, I apologize. Seeing that video has made me realize how wrong I was, said Carter. He had to watch it again. 
He had to watch again 14 months later. And he said, oh, man, damn it. I was wrong before I thought I was right. <laughs> Would you look at that? I was brought there to educate young people. And instead, I gave them very bad advice. Every person should take responsibility for his own actions. I'm sorry. And I truly regret what I said that day. I don't buy it. I don't buy any pedant. I don't buy you. Okay? I don't. You, you're not sorry. You said it and you got caught. Cut the horse shit. Uh, but that's just one person that's employed by ESPN. And now we also have Ray Lewis, who at the very best, very best, snitched on his friends to a murder he witnessed. So that's two of the football people they employ. And Chris Berman. And that's uh, maybe worse than all. No, but those are two. And then you have Stephen A. Smith, who continues to use, uh, you know, say the N-word. He continues to blame women for domestic violence abuse. Or, yeah, yeah, he does. What am I talking about? And they also employ Skip Bayless. I mean, those are all reasons that Obama do something, that they should shut down ESPN and start all over again. Make me the CEO and I'll start running the show. Mongo Nation will, will take over ESPN. Okay, it's going to be a little heavy on Francesa. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he's going to become a household name if we're running the show. <sighs> but Chris Carter, <laughs> it's funny, you know. People are funny. People are people are real funny. And uh, I think that's all we got this week. I don't know what else. What else happened? Speaking of football, just uh, how dumb I am. I was watching Hard Knocks last night, and. You know, they're, they're, they're going through all the drills and everything. And I th- started thinking everyone's name was Douglas. Why? Because that pad where their tailbone is, that sticks out, they all say Douglas on them. I thought every player's last name was Douglas. I had a few beers. Not enough to think everyone on the Texans was Douglas. I don't know. Football, football's rough, man. I, 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 I love football. I, I like it more and more every year, I'm not going to lie. But it's everything that comes with football. What comes with football? Winter. What comes with football? Sunday afternoons and nights. You have to work the next day. You know, you get out of work Friday, it's like, yeah, work is over. Let's watch some football. Oh, I'm going to watch, you know, some mountain, state, valley, whatever. College game. Oh, okay, cool. And I can't watch that unless I'm betting on it. Oh, by the way, I quit all fantasy sports. I'm strictly doing, sh- um, and you know why? Because here's two two reasons. One, I don't enjoy it anymore. Well, three reasons. One, I don't enjoy it anymore. Two, I'm not good at it. And three, I would have been bothering all of you on this podcast about my team that you could care couldn't care less about. I would be talking. Oh well, so, you know, I'm playing uh, some person you've never heard of, and I have these players, and people just go, "Ah, oh, that's nice." I'm not listening to that podcast anymore. So, I have never been happier. I'm playing strictly suicide pools, FanDuel, DraftKings, and uh, gambling. Most likely losing on eh, all three of them. But I don't have to worry about the day-to-day operations of the backup, backup, running back of the Jaguars anymore! It's over! I feel like a new man. I feel like a new man with fantasy out of my life. All right, people, I think that's what we're going to do. I was going to talk about some story where people drink their own piss, but maybe we'll save that for another time. Teaser! I brought up another podcast this week, I believe. We may have an interview this week, so stay tuned. 
Um, as long as I get some uh, work done here. I don't want to tease too much. I don't want to you know, make promises I can't keep. But we may have a guest later on this week. May not. So you're giving me nothing, Brian. You can always listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and RedTicketBlues.com. And remember, I know you have a Facebook account. It's a what? You don't have to go on it all the time. Just go to the goddamn page, like it, and it makes my show more popular. And by the way, leave a review on iTunes, okay? I know if you have Mike Santa. I, I know if you have or haven't. It sounded creepy. All right. And you can always listen to me, uh, my ranting, raving and knowledge at Brian Buck 13 on Twitter thank you much thank you much I, I've only had half this beer uh, but appreciate everyone have a great week I hopefully will talk to you later I'm out of here